everybody, it's Jason Powers. Hello, so I thought I'd do a uh, broadcast for this uh, Saturday. Um, basically, I've been uh, uh, well, trying to catch up with everything. I'm trying to finish up a book that I've written, and uh, I guess today's event actually will be the final um, capper on it, at least. I won't, I won't go into any elaborate detail on it, but today uh, Trump was... Uh, Acquitted, uh, 57 to 43. Uh, well, he was, um, there was 57 against and 43 for, uh, the seven that were, uh, for his, uh, conviction were, uh, uh, from the Republican Party. Uh, all the 50 Democrats went, went along with it. That wasn't, that was to be expected. So, Richard Burr of North Carolina, Bill Cassidy of, uh, Louisiana, Susan Collins of Maine, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, <clears throat> Mitt Romney of Utah, Ben Sass of Nebraska, and Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania. So, those are your seven, seven that decided that uh, they don't they would have voted that way anyway. So now our uh, political our uh, impeachment isn't about crime; it's just about uh, politics because that's all this was. I mean, they didn't have a case if they had if they had a substantially strong case. They wouldn't have had to, the Democrats put it on, they wouldn't have had to edit and they wouldn't have to uh, cut snippets and they wouldn't have to go back three, four, five, six months like they did today. They uh, <clears throat> did a video and they do a montage of things he said and they try to clip it just the way they want it to uh, about him not accepting election results and whatnot. Well, the election results were fraudulent and I think anybody who really digs into the information regarding it and the different cases that have come together. For example, um, Larry Elder just did that recently. He went ahead and uh, went through uh, certain cases. I included this in a video or included this in a blog post. Uh, let's see if I can time this up real quick while I'm thinking about it. So. Let me get this straight. We're crazy for raising legitimate concerns about the election. We're crazy for raising concerns about deadlines blown through, about irregularities, about signatures not matching, about the Wisconsin case where three of the members of the Supreme Court, including the Chief Justice, felt that they should deal with this on the merits and not ignore it based on procedural bases. We're crazy. They want us not to believe or see with our own eyes? So anyway, that's that's just uh, a little bit of the of his video. Actually, he goes into it in quite detail. I have to cue it up to the part where he's talking about the, for example, he's talking about um, Michigan or not Michigan, but uh, Wisconsin. So let me see if I can cue it up to that point. I don't want to uh, take him out of context. So here, here he goes again. By the Chief Justice of Wisconsin Supreme Court, all of whom felt that the case should be litigated based upon the merits and not dismissed. Let me read you some of their dissents. The Chief Justice of the Wisconsin Supreme Court, Patience Drake Rogensack, said, and I'm quoting, In the case before us, a significant portion of the public does not believe 
that the November 3, 2020 presidential election was fairly conducted. Once again, four justices on this court cannot be bothered with addressing what the statutes require to assure that absentee ballots are lawfully cast. The Milwaukee County Board of Canvassers and the Dane County Board of Canvassers based their decisions on erroneous advice when they concluded that changes clerks made to defective witness addresses were permissible. And the Dane County Board of Canvassers erred again when it approved the 200 locations for ballot collection that comprise democracy in the park. The majority does not bother addressing what the boards of canvassers did or should have done, and instead, four members of this court throw the cloak of latches over numerous problems that will be repeated again and again until this court has the courage to correct them. The electorate expects more of us, and we are capable of providing it. Because we do not, I respectfully dissent in the court. Latchy, L-A- so there was there again is the problem that uh, latches is talked about neg negligence in the observance of a duty or opportunity specifically undue delay in asserting a legal right or privilege. So it's a difficult concept, but I, I guess the way it is is they say you rate you're raising an argument that's too they 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 position it as okay. You raise an argument that when you raise it would unduly or un, uh, unfairly um, change the outcome for the other party based upon your knowledge that you can make that change in the outcome. So um, I'm going to use a hypothetical. I'm hopefully, ho hopefully I'll use it right. So you buy a car. We'll use car, but I leave aside uh, property and uh, contracts and whatnot. But let's just say there's a car that you bought or uh, uh or so well, let's say you you sold the car you sold a car and uh you take in the money uh from the person who uh you know bought the car from you and you know that the car is going to break uh the car for whatever reason you took the money in and you know that the car uh was sold to somebody else and at some point or another, but you need the money in the short term and you're trying to benefit off of it in some way, shape or form. We're making this a lot complicated than what it is. So you, you, you took the money in, the person's got the property and they, uh, but they, they say that they, they may or may not, they have uh, 72 hours to bring it back to you or something like that. Um, because of, you know, some law that's on the books. So they, 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 they say that they'll test drive it for 72 hours and they bring it back to you. And because you've, uh, cause you're the one who sold the car, you, you can somehow uh, benefit from it. And, uh, you know, you decide that, yeah, you'll take it back. But you've, uh, the, the money that you got from them, you somehow have, have um, done something illegal with it or whatever. I'm making a horrible example. I'm sorry. I can't think of anything better. Um point is is if you raise the issue later uh the, the 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 process is that when you bring the issue up again you're trying to unduly uh benefit from the situation that's the in other words because you raise it uh, raise raise the issue you're you're doing it only because now you know you can win you didn't you didn't have a problem with uh way the situation was carried out before so it's the timeliness of the of, of the raising of the issue. 
in regards to this election, though, you could there the there's another problem with this uh, that I find difficult to swallow, is that in order for you to raise the claim of fraud, you have to have the fraud occur in order to for you to use that claim. You know, mail-in ballot in and of itself, we know it's ripe for fraud, but the, that's the whole thing. It has to be ripe. The situation has to um, has to occur before you can actually claim it. Uh, you can, you know, and and of course Trump had been making those claims throughout the summer that mail-in ballot would be a fraudulent way to carry out election, and he was really proven right. I mean, because the number of ballots that were cast for both parties. Are, are was more than 20 million more than the last election. It was like 27 million, a matter of fact. So you can't tell me that those 27, that somehow between 2016 and 2020, there's been 27 million more people that got eager to vote. Well, were they eager to vote? Uh, you know, I could see, you know, maybe a 10%. I, uh, was it, we had a hundred was it 127 million people voted in 2016 and we had 154 million voted in this election so i could see you know a gain of 5 or 10 million voters but seeing 27 million extra votes that's difficult to swallow and as it turns out because of the 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 closeness of this election in several i mean it was like 40,000 40,000 was the difference in this election because you had three states where, like, the, the differentials were, like, 10,000 votes or something like that. Could have been a little bit more than that. I know Georgia was, like, 10,000. Pennsylvania, I think, was a little bit wider spread. Wisconsin was, like, 20,000. Um, and Arizona, I think, was, like, 10,000, 10 or 12,000, something like that. So it wasn't a whole lot of votes. And that isn't, that isn't especially when you're talking about millions of votes cast, and you had lots of uh, irregularities, uh, dead people voting, uh, duplication of ballots, uh, ballots being counted in the middle of the night, etc., etc. So we're going to go on to, uh, like I said, I made a horrible example there, but uh, at least I abandoned it. Uh, Salty Cracker here. We'll listen to him for a little bit today. During what's looking like it's going to be the last day of this second farce sham wow impeachment, the lefties woke up this morning. They put their big boy pants on and they said, listen, everybody, um, we need to have the witnesses. All right, we're going to call witnesses. Republicans were like, no, 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 no. This, is, this is stupid. We want to go home. Can we just end this? Uh, we, we got some other like legitimate business to get to. And the Democrats are like, no, no, we're going to vote for witnesses right now. And then they voted for witnesses. And then the Republicans came out and they said, ah, that's fine. All right, you're going to do this whole witness bullshit. Uh, we're going to subpoena Nancy Pisspants Pelosi. And the Democrats were like, can they do that? <laughs> Can they? Uh, never mind. Take a look at this, my friends. Even the lefties are now recognizing that this shit is over with. This is a big old scam, and it should be over with by the end of today. Today being, what, the 13th? We won't even get an impeachment Valentine's Day. Oh, hell no, friends. We're over here at Zero Hedge. House managers fold will not call impeachment witnesses after Pelosi subpoena threat. Nice. Nice. Oh man, I think Lindsey Graham's the one that did this, by the way. So anyway, uh, that that carried on throughout the day. So after first wanting, and you know, they call the impeachment uh, these uh, witnesses. I mean, the Democrats were always changing the rules midstream. 
I think there was a, a, a potentiality to call witnesses, but they don't, they don't make, they never, they never lock into a position. They always are trying to use positions politically exploitive. Now I know uh, there's, there'll be people out there say, well, the Republicans do it too. It's like, okay, well, I'm not a Republican, by the way. Just because I voted for Trump in 2020 doesn't make me a Republican because I voted for Barack Obama in 2008. Uh, <laughs> sadly so. And, and somebody else said, well, you should feel bad about voting for Trump. No, I didn't vote. I voted for Trump because A, he's sane. B, uh, I know what's been going on with him. And I know what he's surrounded by. But that being said, you know, it's neither here nor there. I'm stuck with the, the, the potato in chief right now in, in the White House and uh, Joe Biden. But to the point of, uh, of this situation is the, the Democrats are perennially always trying to change the rules on the fly. They do that because they're, they're honestly, they're just manipulative souls down to the very core of their being. Uh, they, they express this all the time. They manipulate uh, videos. They use emotions. There's really no logic to them. I mean, I may not always express the greatest logic, but at least I admit that I'm not trying to emotionally manipulate somebody to get them to do what I want. Uh, I mean, I, I have sarcasm, but their, their situation is they'll cut, cut video like they did on Trump. Uh, they'll leave out the parts that they don't like. Uh, when you when they express an entire thought and you share it, they just ignore it um, because they they can't they can't, they never they play by the Salinsky rules of of holding holding your opponents to a higher standard than you'll ever carry out. But Salinsky is just basically a communist. Communists never agree to anything. Marxist, communist, however you want to express it, they lie about everything. They lie to get what they want. They'll never they'll never hold to any. They have no value sets that they're willing to hold themselves to. Uh, and I'm talking about leftists, which is now where our country is with these people. They're so, I mean, Jamie Raskin was in charge of this uh, thing. He's a, he's a communist. He's, he's, he's the hardest left uh, guy, one of the hardest left people in the Congress right now. Uh, the AOCs, the Ilhan Omars, and all the rest in the House. And the Senate's just as bad. Of course, the the chief leftist is now uh, uh, Kamala Harris, but now she's vice president. So um, it's just it's just a sham. And the Democrats are just they, they I don't know what policy issues they're going to bring up, but after this today, I mean I don't know what. Um, matter of fact, um, NPR published a little piece afterwards, and this is what they wrote. They go with his second acquittal. Trump now plots his next steps in uh, political and public life. Yet he is also contending with potential legal trouble stemming from a New York uh, New York grand jury investigation and a newly announced criminal probe in Georgia. That's in addition to Trump's mounting debt and devalued assets. The former president's net worth also dropped one uh, dropped one billion dollars in early 2020, according to Forbes. Trump has been able to spend difficulties in his business and personal life before, and the country waits to see if he has a next and perhaps final act. So, this is what they'll probably do. They're going to continue to hound him. We should it should tell you something. They're hounding him because they want to they want to, they want to smear him, smear him, smear him. Because a they don't have any they they're so afraid of him getting in because populism is rising. And populism is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. 
for those out there that have very little understanding of what that means. Populism is it should be a popular uh, a, a viewpoint, and, and the idea is, is you should respect and value the United States of America. If you don't respect and value the United States of America, I don't know why you're here. You need to leave. We don't want you here. I don't want you here. I know that. Um, I'm not trying to be mean, but, you know, if you don't care for this country, which, uh, let's just put it this way, there we have a number of uh, infiltrating uh, uh, issues in this country, uh, particularly from China. All the students, all these little, uh, they, they come from the CCP. Their, their families are uh, at the top tier of the Chinese Communist Party, and they send their little kids over here, and all they do is they send them over here to steal. Uh, and that's what they do. They steal our technology. They steal, they, obviously they're getting educated, but they're also working. They make sure they work in scientific departments. They work sure they work in finance. They spy on other people. Um, they're just, I mean, there is a reason why there's 1.9 million of these uh, quote-unquote communist people running around our country, uh, and not only our country, but UK, Australia, and other places in the Western world. Um, that's, that's what they do. It's called, you know, it's basically a Trojan horse. Um, infiltration to garner secrets. They're at our universities like Harvard and Yale and Stanford. And the Chinese have been doing this for, well, now decades now. The thing, the reason why it's gone un, unnoted and un, uh, as unremarkable is because we have so many leftists in our university systems that go along with it because they don't give a damn. They don't care about this country. I really have a problem with that anymore because uh, these people have so such a lack of understanding of history because... Uh, while they're while they're thinking this is such a good idea, eventually they're going to pay for it with their lives. Probably, and I'm not. It's not a threat or anything. I'm just saying, uh, one day when it comes, uh, the people that they're so giddy to help out, like the Chinese, are going to come and they're going to expect their pound of flesh, and they will. This will be after the United States is turned into ash and nothing, and these these. These good little lapdogs at the university level and at these companies who suck up to the Chinese Communist Party are going to, are going to regret their sucking up because the Chinese are just going to get rid of you. They, they hate you. The Chinese, Chinese people aren't bad people. Um, interior. But the ones that are in government and in power and the, and the Communist Party because that's an elite, uh, elite organization and they control everything that goes on in China. They control their businesses, they control the finances, they control communications, they control American companies that are stationed over there. We have so many the people that have sold out to these these networks just so they can make a buck. And they go along to get along. I mean, there's, there's even CEOs of uh, certain companies that have said that they'll never bring up Hong Kong or Taiwan to the Chinese uh, uh, partnerships. Why? Because... That's just a verboten subject. Um, anytime a person uh, uh, tells you you can't talk about something, that should tell you a lot about what kind of person you're dealing with, um, especially when it's a sore subject because they know they're in the wrong. So, to move along here, so we have Ashley Babbitt. Um, if you do a... Uh, 
a, a search on her. She was the she was the gal that was at the Capitol building on uh, January sixth. She's supposedly the one that was, uh, I mean, at least on video, shown as being shot and, and killed. The funny thing is, is if you do a Google search on Ashley Babbitt, like with a funeral or obituary, you won't find her, uh, find a notification out there at all, which to me is unusual. You would think that you would have a, um, a notification from something or somewhere that that wouldn't go, um, you know, it wouldn't go by the board. I mean, I bet I, I could type in George Floyd and find, find all kinds of notifications, but um, it's just unusual. So, like the Sandy, she was from uh, Southern California, I believe. But uh, we'll listen to her talk. And granted, she's a little irate here, but you know, we'll let her do her, let her talk for herself, unlike they'll do on uh, national TV. I'm driving right now, but I'm I'm like really heated all of a sudden. I'm like sitting here thinking. I'm like going to the office. Okay, Maxine Waters talking about she gets. I am so sick of these politicians. And I can't take anymore. They're all worried about what Trump is doing. How about we worry about what the hell you're doing? What have you done? Maxine Waters, what what have you done? I, you're talking about, oh, this thing on the border is a political ploy that Trump's done. Where are you? You're not even here. You're, you're, you're talking all this crap up north in your district. Why don't you worry about your own district and what's going on there? You are a complete, you, you, I'm telling you right now, I'm putting all you on notice. Every single one of you politicians in California, Gavin Newsom, Jerry Brown, Maxine Waters, Duncan Hunter, what the are you doing? Duncan Hunter, where, where are you? You, 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 I'm not in your district anymore, but I grew up in Lakeside, man. That, that's, you're letting all that El Monte stuff happen, all this stuff at the board. Where is everybody? Huh? Huh? You got, where, 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 where is, where is Kamala? Where is Kamala? Talking about ISIS like KKK. We got this migrant care back. You know what? We have thousands of people on the other side of the board. You people can't get to work. Our economy is going to take an, an absolute tank because you guys refuse to choose America. America over your stupid political party. Like, I am so tired of it. You have you try to make it with these wide angle lenses and you, you have to you try to make it that your echo chambers have these large followings. You you got 40 people showing up and you want to do a headline with CNN talking about, oh, we got massive protests uh, for Trump shutting the borders. And no, we do not. No, we do not. What we do have is a massive amount of off people like I am because you guys will not sit down and do your jobs. California is suffering. Our homeless problem is out of control. Our drugs are out of control. When you have to have a budget to clean up human fecal matter off the roads, that is a problem, okay? This is this is absolutely insane. The meth problem, the fentanyl problem, the heroin problem, the illegal meth, the, this is crazy, okay? Like, well, everybody wants immigration, but we need to do it the, in the right and correct way. This is getting out of control, and you guys are lying. Why are you lying? Why are you lying? Why are you so worried about what everybody else is doing? I want to talk about what you're doing. Like I said, you can consider yourself put on notice. Me and the American people. I am so tired of this. I am woke, man. I am just, this is absolutely unbelievable. Get your together. Thank you. <laughs> so you can obviously see she's a little bit, she's a little bit of a firecracker there. Um and now and this uh, this article was from the Daily Mail about her. And it, I mean, they their titling is so horrible. And I, the thing is, is if this was actually if if this is the case, uh, I, I'm I'd be really surprised. 
I think it's more of a bunch of bullshit because it really tries to paint her as like some kind of crazy, oh, dead, dead MAGA rioter Ashley Babbitt and her Marine husband were in a throuple uh, because of some, you know, relationship she, you know, supposedly is involved in with some other chick. I don't believe it because the way they tie I, I'm really, I really find it kind of, uh, it's a smear piece. And if she's in it, it, the reason why it bothers me the most is because since I can't find, uh, if she is gone and all they're doing is just, uh, stepping all over her, but you'll notice that George Floyd wasn't, uh, wasn't the least bit criticized for all, all his, uh, background problems about his, uh, fentanyl use and, his convictions and him being a prisoner and a bunch of other things. There was a pregnant woman involved in it. And I know Candace Owens did a whole little breakdown of that. And, and I don't remember everything about it, but I remember enough detail to know that, you know, there wasn't a whole lot that was uh, supposedly redeeming about him, but yet they, the Democrats lauded and praised him and did a eight minute, some odd kneel down and to, to, to make a point of, oh, we're revering this guy and everything. This is all for, it's so hypocritical. It's so sick actually, because they exploited that. They exploited his, his death for all it was worth. And it caused undue damage around the country and deaths like David Dorn. And he had Numerous riots in every city, major city. I saw it on TV, or not on TV. I saw it on Twitter every night during the uh, uh, late May through uh, middle of June. I saw some really sick stuff. I saw people get set on fire. I saw people getting beat. I saw I, I saw animal cruelty live, or pretty much live. You know, somebody you know posted a video. Of, it was a raccoon, and I, you see people were smacking a raccoon and I'm like we had some of the most depraved outbursts ever in these cities and nothing was done about it uh, our democrat leaders in these cities were all all eager to just let it go and then yet and they were calling for violence and they said they should be unrest in the streets as uh what's her face from Boston that one chick uh, I can't think of her she shaves her head uh, Ayanna Presley. And so this whole concept that uh, Trump was calling for violence is just, you know, is stupid. It was wrongheaded. I mean, if you want to, from, from a standpoint of making a political speech, he made a political speech. And I know people out there hate Trump, and that's fine. You hate him for his personal uh, uh, flaws. And oh, by the way, a lot of people are using moral, uh, false moral equivalencies, and they're trying to use whatever they use whatever means necessary to justify their actions and their reasons. Um, I don't think I think if most of you would uh, step back a second and realize that if uh, the last four years, if uh, the Democrats and Republicans actually tried to work with Trump, we would have already had a much better nation. It wasn't that Trump didn't want to do a deal with uh, do do a deal on infrastructure or anything to build the build this nation up. No, it was quite the opposite. He wanted to do that. The problem is, is D.C. has has been bought. Has been bought by the Chinese Communist Party. It's been bought by other actors. Bill Gates has invested billions of dollars in Washington D.C. outlets and think think tanks. I'm sure some of those think tanks have kicked back money to. Uh, the certain politicians because that's what they do. These think tanks are just 
that's that's basically their their uh, minor leagues for uh, people they put in their cabinets and the agencies. That's just a place to go for some of these guys in between uh, political jobs. Um, D.C. is is a boil on the United States of America right now. That's how dangerous they are. They have uh, they have sold out their country. Um, they don't they don't particularly care one way or another about us. All they care about is using us uh, to sponge money out of, and they're selling us out to the Chinese. They really are. And and Joe Biden is probably the quintessential quintessential puppet to do that for the for us. He's already written executive orders to uh, allow for uh, power our power grid to be less secure. And watch what happens. They'll, they'll let a Chinese company come in and provide uh, software or, or uh, computer technology that'll spy on our system. And it'll have some kind of fail-safe in it to where they can shut down our power grid from China. Um, we already know that they probably have involved themselves in our elections. And yet know that nothing's being done about it. Because we have a CIA that's probably complicit too. We have so many agencies that are so corrupt uh, to the point to where nobody out here should even trust anything that gets said from any alphabet agency. Because, for example, at the CDC, um, they may uh, they may make vaccines uh, tied to uh, your uh, student loans or to your housing because they part of uh, part of the thing that Trump did horribly wrong. This is one of the things he probably did that was probably the most detrimental to us. When he declared a national emergency, that allowed the states to go ahead and do what they did, which is they decoupled themselves from the federal government, which, when I say decoupled, they used their Tenth Amendment powers on health to put put in lockdowns and establish rules and regulations and whatnot. Now, when you have Biden back in there, now these uh, the federal mandates, uh, they're, they're, the federal government is now being used to supersede state uh, ability you've heard about the uh, florida for example they're trying to restrict travel to florida so you see what's happening when the democrats get in trouble uh, when the democrats are ever in power they want to centralize power to themselves all the time they want the most centralized power available what's centralization it's communism it's collectivism but they want to centralize it in a super Super government that's tied to corporations, which they already have. Matter of fact, during this uh, during this crisis, as a matter of fact, um, so the wealth of billionaires. So from March, let's see, they uh, did a analysis here. So like Jeff Bezos, he went in from uh, March 18th uh, to September 15th. He gained 73 billion dollars in wealth. Gates at 18. Mark Zuckerberg added 45. Elon Musk added 67. Warren Buffett added 15. And you can just keep on going down the list. Oh, overall, uh, the the ones that they had listed, uh, they added like $401 billion and they were worth, so their wealth grew by almost 50%. Um, it, that's just substantial. It's an obscene amount of money, too. When I say obscene, I mean we're talking that these uh, top uh, top tier people are worth you know several trillion dollars altogether, uh, and it's collected in a handful of people at the very top. 
So now, and we also know that these handful of people at the very top are using their, I mean, for example, I mean, if you talk about Mark Zuckerberg, I mean, he's using Facebook and his wealth in that and to uh, influence elections. He threw in $400 million of his own personal money to, to buy off the U.S. election. To put that in perspective, I think Trump, the entire his entire campaign, collected about six hundred and fifty to seven hundred million dollars. I I don't know what the final total was there, but that was coming from small donors. That was coming from millions of Americans who donated to his campaign. You know, fifteen, twenty bucks, thirty, fifty, hundred dollars. You know, stuff like that. So if he got a million donors and he had the average donor maybe kicked in a hundred bucks, that would be a hundred million. So. I'd say he probably had maybe three or four million donors. And he probably had, and plus his bigger, larger donors probably kicked, it can cook in a maximum, I think. I don't know if it's like 2000 or so dollars. Anyway, and he can fund his own campaign. But, I mean, Zuckerberg kicked in nearly more than half of what uh, Trump did. And Trump collected throughout his entire campaign. So, you want a government that's... Uh, uh, Matter of fact, probably has a lot to do with, I mean, uh, the current lefty government, I call it, uh, that that is beholden or and or partnerships with these censorship campaigns with Zuckerberg and Dorsey and etc. All the big wigs at the top who are trying to control information they are trying to silence people. That never ends well. I just don't see how anybody would want to go that route. Um, you're, we should want we should want as much uh, dispersion and de uh, decentralization as humanly possible, uh, because there should be as much competition and free market ability to make that happen. However, that hasn't been the case for who knows how long. We've just had cronyism, and I'm and, and uh, again. You know, you can blame a lot of that on Trump, but, you know, he had his roadblocks throughout his uh, time in office. I mean, he's the first president to be, or first president and ex-president to be impeached twice. So they, they should tell you something about how much they tried to uh, uh, put roadblocks in his way so he couldn't achieve anything. Um, at this point, you know, I'm not going to be able to fix that or, or um, uh, he, he won't be able to fix that but in the future uh, we're going to have to uh, be aware that whoever we put in office whether it be you know any populace that we want uh, is going to face challenges from uh, concerted challenges from people in DC unless you change DC and change uh, more importantly unless you start changing your local leadership like at the school board at the county councils at the local elections the mayors and and your you know basically any local politicians the police chiefs if you don't fix those first DC will never change uh, we, we you need that we need a new crop of people that are interested in how their local uh, situations are ran uh, all the way up to the state government uh, if we need as much decentralization every state should be trying to run the most free uh, ability uh, free law-abiding but yet uh, open and uh, uh, open system as possible um, so we're gonna have to get to that somehow
It's going to take years. It's going to take a generation, probably. Assuming that uh, circumstances don't get worse, which they are going to get worse, and I just wonder what 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 will happen. But um, I'm going to cut it off at there. I've talked long enough, and I got to listen to this, and hopefully it the uh, sound worked out. So you take care out there, and I'll uh, I'll do another broadcast soon enough.